you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. live in New York City. It is Tuesday, May 23rd. I am Sarah Walsh alongside Peter Schrager. We've got Gerald McCoy and we've got Haley from Nyack, New York, the pride of Rutgers University. He played 13 seasons in the league. He's undefeated all time in the playoffs, folks. He single-handedly won Super Bowl 53. He is the handsome twin. He is the scarlet knight who is always right. It is Jason McCourty. Thank was that you guys. better? Was that better? That, that, that was amazing. The most important thing you said was handsome. That's a good-looking guy right there. It's the football stuff. Take the helmet off. Give me my close-up, as Schrager was said. Yes, give yes. me my single. Yes. This is the best part. And with that, we say now it is time for the lead block. Lead block. Uh, the last time we heard from Lamar Jackson, he was giving a press conference after signing a five-year, $260 million contract. That'll get you a backyard like McCourty's got. It made him the highest-paid player per year in NFL history. He also mentioned that he wanted to throw for 6,000 yards with all the weapons that are now in Baltimore. But yesterday, when the Ravens began their voluntary organized team activities, their franchise quarterback was not in attendance. The Ravens are going to be back for OTAs tomorrow. They'll be back Thursday, so we're going to see who shows up. But do you guys have any concerns that Lamar wasn't there day one of the voluntary OTAs, Peter? Look, you'd you'd like to think in an ideal world he's there, but the key word is voluntary. So I can't get too upset. But Jason, as you know, sometimes i got to take a different perspective because I look around the league, and I know the AFC's loaded, and I know Josh Allen is there, and I know Joe Burrow is there, and I know last year when Tyreek left town, Patrick Mahomes was there, and I assume Tua 
is going to be there. We can go right down the list. And I know I've got two ex-players just glaring at me right now. <laughs> as I've got sweat dripping. <laughs> I will say this. And I want to ask you for your thoughts on this. He goes from a Greg Roman offense his entire career mm -hmm. to now a Todd Munkin offense. Todd Munkin was in Tampa when you were in Tampa, of course, Gerald. And comes from Georgia, the last stop. But he was in Cleveland before that. It's a new offense. And I don't think the Ravens are that upset. He's going to be there. It's just that you'd like to see him there. It's it, it's a luxury. It's a nice to have. And yet, from the outside looking in, it's why not be there? Why not? You just signed $52 million. Like, why not be there? And he might have a personal thing, might have something else. But the fact we're starting the show with it, that's not an ideal way to kick this off. And then again, he's got all the leverage. He just signed. They're not taking the money away, and it's voluntary. And, you know, I'll be where I want to be. I'll train where I want to train. And we'll see you when I get there. I have a feeling you have a disagreed uh, different <laughs> take based on the guy I'm getting. I don't completely disagree. I mean, yes, it's a new coordinator, but the list you just gave, you said Patrick Mahomes, you said Josh Allen, you said Tua, probably said somebody else. Burrow. Says, yeah, Burrow. Those oh. are like six years and down guys. Okay, mm -hmm. now I got a question. The guys who were like vets, vets, the Roethlisbergers, the Bradys, Aaron Rodgers is here in New York because he's on a new team. These guys wasn't showing up to this either. So I think from a vet's perspective, you look at it like internally, it doesn't really bother the players. I don't think the Ravens are concerned, like you said. And he'll be there. I think it's more outward. They're looking like, hey, you are now the highest paid player. Yes, that's just like the, the amount of money you make doesn't correlate with you should be. No, the amount of money he makes is based off what they expect him to do and what he's done up to this point. But this is not a concern for me, man. Lamar Jackson has been great. He's coming off an injury. He's been dealing with a lot. So one day, like, are we really like making a fuss over one day. Now, if the season starts and we look back and we say, you know what, Lamar Jackson is struggling because he missed the first days <laughs> of <laughs> voluntary OTAs. No, I mean, I'm not really concerned about Lamar Jackson. He's going to be just fine and he'll show up. He'll be there when it's necessary. And yeah, I'm not really concerned. I'm going to pick up uh, right where Shrake started. The first thing Shrake said was it's optional. And I think anything that's optional, I'm not going to be concerned with somebody not showing up. So for Lamar Jackson missing day one and the Ravens saying, well, no, we expect him to be there this week. It's like, all right, he missed day one, like you kind of alluded to. You don't know if there might have been personal. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, on that Monday, he wasn't there with the Ravens. If he shows up Wednesday and Thursday, I don't even think we're talking about Monday at all, even if it's next week. I do think at some point from what's been said is that he does show up to OTAs. And I do think it's important for him, although Lamar Jackson is a veteran, I think what you said, Todd Munkin, and then also the new offensive additions for them as a football team, I think at some point he shows up in this offseason. I think it's going to be big for the Baltimore Ravens to start to build those relationships and that chemistry. We talked about the addition of Odell Beckham Jr. and Lamar recruiting him and wanting him to be in Baltimore, how excited those guys are. We talked about a guy like Zay Flowers and what he can bring, and you see on the bottom, Nelson Aguilar signs there in the offseason. So I think when you talk about Lamar Jackson throwing for 6,000 yards and loving his new weapons, part of that is starting to build those relationships. Does that make a big difference that he's not there on day one, week one? No. I think throughout the offseason, he'll have an opportunity to build with these guys. I don't know where they're at when 
OTAs are over. There'll be time spent that they may be in South Florida with Lamar at some point. How you see so many quarterbacks doing their own passing camps. I just think it will be important for them to start to build those relationships, especially for him to start to learn this new offense and find out the things he likes, doesn't like, so they can build that rapport between him and Todd Monk. And so I don't think it's a concern at all him not being there at the start of OTAs, but I do think if the entire offseason goes through and Lamar's not there for any of it, I wouldn't be concerned, but it'd be like, man, we may be missing out. You wouldn't be concerned if he missed the entire OTAs and he didn't show up? After signing a $52 million contract? because it's not mandatory. I look at it over the course of the years. There's teams that win where all your players aren't always there, and I know Brady's in his own category, Mm -hmm. but we win the Super Bowl in 2018. We come back for the offseason in 2019. Brady and Gronk only came three days of the offseason, the The mandatory mandatory minicamp. Other than that, they weren't there, and I know it's Tom Brady. I'm not trying to compare, but it's the offseason, and it's optional. It's optional for a reason. You look across all sports, there is no offseason where you have to come in and guys are all there and you're having these full-on practices. So I think it's it's very similar to the NFL, and some guys choose to spend the offseason differently. To your point about Brady, too, and I know there's a new offensive coordinator there in Baltimore, and, and it was because of COVID, but that first year he went to Tampa, I mean, there were no OTAs. There was no mm-hmm. mandatory minicamp. Mm-hmm. There was nothing. He had a new team. Team, new playbook, new coaches, new everything, and it didn't matter, and they went to the Super Bowl. Again, it's Tom Brady. I think some of what Peter says is valid. I think what you guys say is valid, but I think the only reason we're talking about any of this is because there's no games on Sunday. Yep. I mean, there's nothing else going on, right? So if this was regular season, right, he would be, obviously he would be there, but the only reason it blows up into what it is is because this is a slower, quieter time of year. We're not saying not don't watch every minute of the show because there's stuff going on, right? But I think that's the only reason that this turns into what it turns into. And then the other question I would ask is, how much of it has to do, obviously, with the contract? Because the Ravens could have had way bigger issues than whether Lamar was showing up to the first, second, or third day of OTAs. Imagine if this hadn't been done. Imagine if they had to go in a different direction. So I would look at the flip side of it if I'm the Ravens and go, like, the biggest problem for us right now is not that he doesn't go to Monday's optional practice. It's that this guy is done. He signed, sealed, delivered, under contract. We know he'll be here when it matters. But when it comes to that contract and the amount of dollars, and Peter, you sort of brought this up, are we even blowing this up if the numbers on that contract weren't what they were? I don't think were? it's the amount. I, here's the deal. Lamar has all the leverage now. It was a back and forth of like, all right, well, they could franchise. Like, mm-hmm. They have nothing to say. They're they're pot committed, so he can do whatever he pleases. That's where it is. It's now that I don't think it was the amount. It was just that it's finally done, and there yeah. was this great rejoice of like, okay, and Lamar was part of the schedule release. And, it's like, and then right out of the gates, it's like, all right, but we're not all there. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. Speak up. Yeah. So let's say he did go yesterday. Yeah. Then what? Nothing. I, look, I'm trying. They're installing. They won the Super Bowl, Gerald. They showed up in the Super Bowl. I understand what you're saying. Optics. You look, yeah. optics. You look yeah. across the league, starting quarterbacks are at OTAs. We talked about Aaron Rodgers is in the building. And we know it doesn't matter. That In May, it doesn't matter. But to your point, Aaron Rodgers, Jets fans are over the moon right now. And they're thrilled. And, like, that shouldn't matter in May. I get it. But we're talking football in May. And Lamar wasn't there. And that's... They'd rather him be L- there. Lamar's been a Raven. Aaron Rodgers yeah. just got to the Jets. That's a completely different situation Fair. because when Aaron Rodgers didn't show up to Green Bay, nobody was like, oh, my God, Aaron Rodgers missed day one. When you get to a certain point, I honestly think it's just the contract. Lamar, they had the big build up, the big back and forth. 
he gets the contract, and then now it's time to be here, it's over with, and you don't show up, I think that's like a outside. But I'm telling you, internally, no one's. they don't care. Can I ask a question? Because you were I mentioned that you had Munkin as an offensive coordinator when you were there, and he was a short-term time. Right, right. The Ravens fans are creating this thing in their head that, like, <laughs> he's going to be this and that and this and that. Without having all the, the like, who is Todd Munkin? And as a player, can you tell Ravens fans kind of what they're getting in this offensive coordinator? Yeah, I can. Actually, we had a lot of back and forths. This is what I'll tell you. In practice, they are going to compete. He is going to talk crazy to that defense. <laughs> so they are going to have some insane practices. There was times when we would be in practice where we would have to be like, hey, coach, you need to chill out. Like, you, <laughs> you let the players play because he's just that much of a competitor that he believes that much in his scheme and his offense that he's saying, like, hey, listen, what we're about to do to y'all and what we put together in this I meeting like room, just watch what happens. And we like, hey, listen, you drew that up. They have to execute. So listen, that offensive lineman over there, keep talking. I'm going to punish him and he's going to be mad at you. <laughs> I'm telling like, that's just what you're about to get. You're getting a fierce competitor. He believes in what he's doing, the success he had in college. He's bringing it back to the NFL. He has a highest-paid quarterback. He's got the biggest superstar in football right now on his <laughs> team. I promise you, defense, get ready, because he's going to talk crazy to like you. It's coming. I, like I promise you. Let's go. We want to bring in Judy Batista, Ian Rappaport, and Steve Weish. They are at the Spring League meeting right now. That's in Minneapolis. Judy, what's the latest from there? Good morning, Sarah and guys. Uh, well, the latest actually happened yesterday, and that was the big news on flex scheduling. There is now flex scheduling for Sunday night, Monday night, and the big news, Thursday night flex scheduling. There are some very tight parameters. This received quite a bit of pushback, most particularly from Giants owner John Mara. So the parameters are quite strict. 28-day notice, so a, a four-week notice. Right. That's a big lead time. They can only flex twice in a season. So the feeling is this would take something very extraordinary to have to flex a game out of a Thursday night or flex a game into a Thursday night. Again, there was quite a bit of pushback. This is a one-year experiment only, which means the owners would have to vote to renew it. But obviously the idea here, guys, is to get the premier games into the premier time slots. It only happens at the back end of the season, right. too. It's not something that will happen in the early right. part of the season. Also, it hasn't really gotten a lot of conversation here, but we did hear Colts owner Jim Irsay talk about the commander's potential sale to the Josh Harris group, the 76ers owner, being sold. Uh, Daniel Snyder finally relinquishing stuff, but not a lot of conversation other than Ursay saying they're not there yet. The Harris group is not qualified for the full vetting process of ownership to approve them of owners. They're hoping to get it done, Ian, before the start of next season, but as of right now, that's still in the conversation aspects of things. Yeah, and what that would look like is a special league meeting, maybe at some point around training camp, drop in for a day, vote and finalize the sale of the commanders to Josh Harris and uh, his limited partners to essentially move on in a post-Dan Snyder world in the NFL. One of the more hotly debated items here in Minnesota is a potential for a change to the kickoff rule, which would make every fair catch be brought out to the 25, a health and safety rule actually the way it is in college right now and certainly something that somewhat surprisingly a lot of these special teams coaches, a lot of the head coaches have opposed behind the scenes. There's been conversations, there's been conference calls to try to get 
get this not to be voted on or at least voted down. It was supposed to be yesterday, now potentially it could be today. Meanwhile, some league people, including Roger Goodell, fighting for this change. So we'll see how it shakes out today. Is there going to be a health and safety change on the kickoff rule, or are they going to realize, as these special teams coaches believe, that it actually doesn't affect health and safety at all? The feeling is that there are a disproportionate number of concussions on special teams plays, including kickoff returns. And so the idea is to then limit the number of kickoff returns. That's why you would have this fair catch rule. And just to wrap things up from here, the accelerator program is also wrapping up with sort of a speed dating Correct. thing this morning. They sort of have breakfast and coaches rotate among tables and talk to different owners. But the idea is, again, to get in front of owners, get familiar with each other, um, and they hope it yields results when the next hiring cycle starts up postseason. Back to you guys. Judy, Stephen, Ian, thank you so much. Look, there's been a lot of talk about flexing in, flexing out of these Thursday games. We would never flex out of our segment with Will Selva, mostly yep. because it gives us all a break. Will, not to diminish the importance of what you're about to say, <laughs> but it gives everyone on the desk a chance you. to zone out for a second. So, Will, hey, help I us out you. here. All right, I definitely will. No problem there, Sarah. <laughs> Happy to help. Uh, there is some other big news coming out of the Spring League meeting on Monday, including the host site for a couple big events over the next few years. Now, NFL owners approving San Francisco's Levi Stadium as the host site for Super Bowl 60 in 2026. It will be the third Super Bowl for the San Francisco Bay Area, that last time being Super Bowl 50 when the Broncos beat the Panthers in Peyton Manning's final game. Here's 49ers owner and CEO Chad York on receiving the honor to host the big game. It's an honor to be able to bring an event like the Super Bowl to your town. And these guys have worked so hard. I want to thank the ownership for believing in the Bay Area. And uh, this is going to be a great place for us to showcase the best of Northern California. Green Bay also granted a prestigious honor as the NFL draft is headed to Titletown. The league also announcing the 2025 NFL draft has been awarded to Green Bay and legendary Lambeau Field. Packers president Mark Murphy saying in a statement, quote, this is an incredible day for the Packers, greater Green Bay and the entire state of Wisconsin. And in other league news, the NFL announcing the growth of the global markets program by adding two new clubs and four new markets. The Saints have been granted international marketing rights in France. The Steelers awarded the Republic of Ireland and Northern Ireland, as well as the Jaguars, who will expand their international rights beyond the UK. And the Falcons becoming the fifth club to be granted international marketing rights in Germany. Well, still to come, which defensive linemen deserve to be talked about more? J-Mac and Gerald will give us their picks when we come back. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. back on Good Morning Football, and whenever we get a guest host, we want to take advantage and put them to work. So we've got six-time Pro Bowl defensive tackle Gerald McCoy back with us today. So of course, we have to talk about some defensive linemen in a new segment we're calling Fill in the Gaps. Gap control, all of that. Yes. Uh, We talk plenty about a guy, Aaron Donald, over at the Rams, who just dominates year after year. But there's so many good defensive linemen in the NFL that don't get as much love as they deserve. And there are current ones that me and Gerald are going to talk about, and I'm going to start it off, and I'm going to Cincinnati with a guy, Trey Hendrickson. This guy has been an absolute monster for the Bengals after coming over from the New Orleans Saints, where he had 13 and a half sacks for the Saints, and then goes in his first year with Cincinnati and racks up 14 sacks over the last three seasons, 35 and a half sacks. Mm. That puts him fourth in the NFL behind Miles Garrett, TJ Watt, and of course Hassan Reddick, who's been balling as well. But this guy is so disruptive. Last year only had eight sacks, and you would say, oh, well, maybe he had a down year. Hit the quarterback 18 times, and has just been a force to be reckoned with in that Lou Anarumo defense. And he's been a big reason why Cincinnati's been able to make a huge jump, played in the Super Bowl a year ago, competing last year in the AFC Championship game. So looking forward to him to continue to ball out there, and more people need to be talking about Trey Hendrick on the Cincinnati Bengals. Gerald, who's the guy that you're looking at? I actually have a couple guys. Okay. First, the one I played when, when I was with the Raiders is Max Crosby. Ooh, you know, uh, the thing about Max is 
in 2021, he had eight and a half sacks. So people said, well, his sack numbers are not up. What people didn't pay attention to is he led the league in pressures. Mm. He was unstoppable. <laughs> Double teams, triple teams. And I'm a guy that plays with a lot of energy. I love effort, guys. What makes Mac so great is he plays with relentless effort. What did he do in 2022? They said, I don't get enough sacks. He had 12 sacks. This is what happens. When people try Max, he comes back and he says, you know what? I'll show you. Over the last two years, Max is top five in pressures, sacks, TFLs on the 28th ranked defense. Listen, he's getting all of the attention yeah. and he's still producing. Max is a monster. My second guy, Javon Hargrave, yeah. okay? Yeah. He just signed the San Francisco 49ers. He was on a uh, team uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles who led the league in sacks. Yeah. They almost broke the record. People did not pay this guy any attention. Right. Interior, what we like to say is get pressure up the middle. He gets no credit for what he did. 11 sacks last year, 18 and a half over the last two years, third to only Chris Jones, Cameron Hayward. These are future Hall of Fame defensive tackles. And this guy has more sacks than who? I think the greatest defensive player of all time over the last two years. He's got more sacks than Aaron Donald over the last two years. Give this guy his credit. He is going to be a big acquisition for the 49ers. Javon Hargraves, if nobody has your back, Gerald McCoy has your back. <laughs> D-Lyman looking out for D-Lyman. Him, Bolsa, Armstead, they're going to be fun to watch. But also, obviously, football players, you grow up a fan of the game. And you grow up and you like certain guys you watch on TV on Sundays. We're going to talk about some of our favorite guys that we got a chance to watch growing up. And I'm going to start it off with the freak, Javon okay. Curse. And for oh. me, it was so cool. I get drafted in 2009 to the Tennessee Titans. And Javon Curse is in the locker room. I say what's up, I shake his hand, his fingers go all the way to my elbow, <laughs> and you understand why they call him the freak. Guy ran a 4-4-3 coming out of college at Florida, jumped 37 and a half at his structure. I remember we had this high beam up in our weight room in Tennessee. Javon Curse, the only guy that's ever stepped foot in there that could just leap up there and touch it. Just was an absolute monster, one rookie of the year. So for me, you get a chance to watch somebody this good, this talented, in practice, he was the hardest working player on the field every single day in practice. So, honored I got a chance in 2009. It was his last year in the league, but I got a chance to share the locker room with him. As an NFL player amongst so many freaks, when your nickname is the <laughs> freak there's something special about that. You have to be the freak <laughs> Listen, as a defensive lineman, I think it's kind of hard to grow up in the time that I grew up mm -hmm. where one of your favorite players in the NFL was not none other than Warren Sapp. Mm -hmm. Listen, this guy was so integral in me and my development. When mm -hmm. I was in Little League, uh, I wore the number 99. Wow. Not because I love oh. the number 99, but because of <laughs> this guy. Listen, when we talk about the under-tackle position, the Tampa 2 defense, mm -hmm. he made it famous. This guy up the middle, there's been five first ballot Hall of Fame defensive tackles. The last one to go in, Want this that. guy, and oh, guess, guess what? There's one more coming. His name is Aaron Donald, yeah. but he followed in the footsteps of Warren Sapp. And then a, another guy who was one of my mentors in high school, the reason I went to the University of Oklahoma, mm -hmm. and he was a dominant player for a long time in this league, Tommy Harris. Ooh, Chicago first Bears. Round pick, listen, Lovey Smith's first pick when he was a head coach of Chicago Bears. Yeah. Tommy Harris, three-time Pro Bowler. We had a similar build, and I used to study this guy's film over 
and over and over. He dominated the University of Oklahoma, and he took it right into the NFL, man. These guys have been two people that I've modeled my game after. I love them to death. And listen, if you don't know who Tommy Harris is, young defensive tackles, go back and watch him. Warren Sapp and Tommy Harris both ran four sixes at the combine, wow. too. Two completely different builds, but two freaks of nature. Would you run out the combine? You don't want to know about it. <laughs> I was a third pick, though. That's what? all that matters. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. I was deep. Coming up, the Jets' Week 17 Thursday night football game against the Browns could be flexed out. Will it happen? We in or we out? That's coming up next. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. It's Tuesday morning. We do a segment called We In or We Out. Basically, do you agree or disagree with some of the statements being made on this show? And we're going to give you two of them today. So the NFL made some major announcements yesterday this spring meeting, including this one. New flex rules. The Thursday night football package on Amazon. Here's a look at the changes they made. Only weeks 13 to 17, all right, so those final weeks, except for week 18, can only do two 
You need to give a 28-day notice, meaning we need to know a month in advance that the, this game's gonna be flexed, and it's just a one-year deal, and they're gonna vote on it again next year, and if it isn't used this year, it could roll over to next year. 24 of the 32 teams voted it through, which means that's what they needed, the exact number, 24. And of course, it's a lot of buzz, but let's get not so much into the, are we in favor or are we against the Thursday night flex, but more, are they actually gonna use this thing? And I'm gonna bring up two teams that have gotten quite a lot of buzz this offseason who have a prime Thursday night game. And I want you guys to look into your crystal balls and tell us if both these teams will be relevant enough to be playing in that Thursday night game or if the league's gonna say, Get us out of there. The week 17 game, week 17 game, between the Jets and the Browns will be under consideration to be flexed out. Are we in or are we out with that statement? Are these teams gonna be worthy of keeping in Thursday night football? Or are we gonna be getting out of here week 17, Jason? So you don't want me to comment on whether I like the flex or not? You could comment, go nah, for it. No, nah. we'll, we'll, we'll keep it here. Speak your mind, NFLPA, let's nah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I think for players, this is this is something that's like a slippery slope. And we saw John Mara from the Giants, their owner, talk out against this. And he talked about the fan perspective of fans buying their Sunday tickets. And next thing you know, the game is moved for Thursday. For guys, sometimes it's a week-to-week -week thing just to make it to Sunday. But with all of that in hand, I'm not playing anymore, so I'm not going to dive all the way into that. I think I am all the way in on this. I think the Browns, the Jets... Late in the season, week 17, these are going to be two teams that matter. I think Deshaun Watson is going to be a better football player for the Browns this year, knocking off some of that rust. Obviously, with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, this is a game I think that we're going to be talking about in the AFC late in the season. So it's, it's gonna you're out on the comment, but you're in on them keeping I'm, this it, game. It's going to happen. I think it's going to be this game. They're, they're not, already they're voting. Not taking it out. I think this, yeah, I'm in on it being a Thursday night game. Yeah, so I just got confused because yeah. I was going to say I'm out on that it will be yes. flexed You've out, got it right? right. It's, it's a little bit, it's um, a little, a little tricky. Yeah. confusing. Yes. yes, I think that's gonna matter. And not only, I thought that before I realized the 28 day notice, yeah. I don't think I don't think there's any way, first of all, it's Aaron Rodgers, right? Mm. I don't think that there's many games that someone's gonna go, you know what, we don't want this guy in prime time. I mean, even if they were like under duress of like the season, people wanna see still the draw, see it. it's still New York, it's still Aaron Rodgers. I mean, everything this guy does is gonna be, it's gonna have a prime time feel, like no matter where that game is. But then I think when you factor in that 28-day window, I mean, that's a month out. So a month out, you have to go, okay, neither of these teams are playing for anything. I don't believe that. They're going to be playing for something. So I am out on should this game be flexed out. The game's going to matter. Listen, I'm in agreement with everybody at the table. This game is going to matter. And both of these teams have too many stars to take off TV. I understand. Let's say, they, let's say that neither one of them are relevant. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. Both teams have too many yeah. stars to take off TV. I think that they have so many pro bowlers on both sides of the ball. And like Sarah said, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's, I mean, I'm kind of biased. He's my favorite player. So, listen, I want to see him. Anytime Aaron Rodgers is on yeah. TV, please keep him on TV. But, yes, in, in reality, I believe both these teams will matter late in the season. Deshaun Watson is not going to be out. He's going to be with his team all offseason. He's going to be there all season. Aaron Rodgers has vaulted the Jets into Super Bowl contention. This game will matter. I'm confused, too. Yeah. I am out on it being out. 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 Yes. I, I, could yes. see, I could see a Miami Dolphins, a Baltimore Ravens. 
Ravens week 17. You're looking at the schedule. I'm looking at the schedule. When's it played now, though? Is it already primetime? Nope. It's a it's a one o'clock game. I can see that game. You said Miami Dolphins and Baltimore Ravens. That was that was a thriller last year. Lamar Jackson missing the first day of Hey. Jesus, why would they keep that game? <laughs> Real quick, to both of your points, Amazon's not saying no thank you to Aaron Rodgers. No. They get him on Black Friday, they're going to get him here, and they will count their blessings, and they will enjoy the uh, proceeds on the way. All right, number two. We all know Gerald McCoy is a huge fan of superheroes. He had this take last week on Twitter, Gerald. This is what you said. Wonder Woman is better than Captain America's first movie, Man of Steel. Comparable to Iron Man, Aquaman is better than Thor's first movie. Yes, it is. Then there's The Flash. No, DC as a whole is not close live action, but stop acting like they are all trash. You like The Flash. It was amazing or what? No, it's coming up. And listen, Michael Keaton is playing Batman again, and Michael Keaton is the GOAT Batman. Yep. So as long as he's in the movie, it can't really be bad, I'm hearing, right? I'm hearing great things from it. Yeah, this listen, is... we're not going to get into this Batman discussion. I don't do this back and forth when it comes to Batman. Well, I'm going to bring up know. something. Yes. You can, you can, the we in, we out is whether Batman is the most iconic superhero most? of all. And I see you have a beautiful <laughs> diamond medallion that does signify a love yes. for Batman. So yes. I'm assuming your answer might be yes. Listen, for me, yes. But I have to be unbiased. Okay. Most children growing up, because kids are what matters. You know, as adults, we like... I always say, as kids, we love the heroes. As adults, we understand the villains. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, I like that. Yes, yes, Thanos was right. Anyway, moving on. I won't say he's the most iconic. Really? He is to me. I will say the most iconic would have to be either Spider-Man or Superman. They're just so relatable to children. It's like, Superman can do everything. He can fly, he can this, he can that. Batman just has all the gadgets. He has a car. His suit is cool. But Spider-Man is so appealing. The most appealing colors to children, blue and red. He's great. What and what two superheroes, what color are they, their suits? Superman, blue and red. Spider-Man, blue and red. Those are the two most appealing colors that's a great, to kids. That's a great point. So, like, growing up, we all as parents spend all our money on children. So when you when children first see these superheroes, it's like Spider-Man, <laughs> Superman. It's like you know. So I, yes, I'll say Batman is the most iconic to me. But being realistic, it's probably Spider-Man and Superman. That is a take. I have though. to be honest. The take is that Keaton is the honest. goat. Keaton is from the original over Christian Bale. Christian Bale's not a good Batman. The movies were good, and we don't want to go down that lane. I love this. People will people always disagree with me, but Christian Bale has no signature moment in any of his movies. No. The the villains do. What signature moment does Christian Bale have? None. We didn't make fun of Batman until Christian Bale played him and had this stupid voice. Rachel! That's stupid. Makes no sense. Thought, the movies were good. He was not. We're not doing this. I thought we were bringing Gerald in here for like his 3-4-4-3 defensive tackle breakdown. No. No, this is... This is fascinating. Yes, hey, listen. I am... <laughs> be prepared if you cover me with this. I, I'm just saying. I think Ben Affleck was the best Batman of all. <sighs> Batflack was good, but <laughs> I don't want no smoke. <laughs> like I said, I have really haven't thought about that much. I think um, if you're not motivated to win and to play, then this is the wrong job for you. So if you need to be digging to some dark past to motivate you for tomorrow, then you're already lost, I think. Like I said, just trying to take it one day at a time and not to think too far ahead, not go backwards, just
take it one day at a time and I feel like when I get to the, when I get to the end of each day and I'm I'm able to accomplish that I'm really happy with my progress and those days just stack and then before you know it you're playing in a Super Bowl so I think that's going to be my mindset going into this year. Before you know it, you're playing in a Super Bowl. What do you guys think of Joey Bosa's approach to moving on from a playoff loss? Epic. Yeah, no. <laughs> Epic. And that's the approach you have to have at this point. You have to have moved on. But when you go back to that playoff game, they were up 27 to 0. And Bosa, for him, he was injured that year. He comes back late in the playoffs. But he had three penalties in that game. So I think for him, he's moved on. But at the same time, I know he can't wait to get back on the field because this is the last taste in your mouth. So I know he's itching to get back out there and show how good of a player that he is. Yeah, I always say, like, being a player, the best thing about having a bad game is you get the next week. Not after this game. <laughs> he had to sit with this all offseason. I think it, 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 it is bugging him a little bit that that's the last thing yeah. he did in an in NFL season is to play that way. His team allowed Jacksonville Jaguars to come back in the way they did, and especially in a game that they really should have won. Yeah. The only way to do is to move forward, and like you said, I think he's really excited to get back out. It's interesting. The last few years, I know we're talking again about OTAs. Mm -hmm. He would always just train down there with his brother in Florida. Mm -hmm. He wouldn't be there. Khalil Mack said, hey, he's there this week. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm working, let's go. And he's kind of leading from example. So he's there, he's present, and I don't think he's shying away from the past, but he's also ready to move on to the next page. I don't think there's like a right or wrong way. I think you can say I flipped the chapter, I'm on to the next, but I also think that there's there's certain guys, right, that they use that and it just sticks in their head. I don't think there's anything wrong with that either, of like circling it and, you know, it's Taylor Swift thing. I got a list of names and yours is in red underline. Did I get it? No? Might have. Jamie would know. Jamie would know. I have no idea. But, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, I need Jamie Erdahl to help me on that one. Uh, Coming up, DeAndre Hopkins says he would love to play with Josh Allen. Would that move the Bills to the team to beat in the AFC? We'll debate that one next. Jamie's on the page. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.